Hi, everybody. Welcome. I'm Joe Posnanski. I'm here joined, as always, by uh, Molly Knight. Molly, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. A lot of crazy baseball things to discuss today, as usual. Fun (laughs) baseball things to discuss. So uh, we are recording this in uh, early May. And so the season is a little more than a month old and uh, already all sorts of craziness, kookiness. It's 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 going to be it's going to be a fun season. So uh, what we thought we'd do is we just kind of go around baseball, talk a few about some of the top uh, things going on. But first, I guess I would ask before we get to any of the specifics, we'll we'll talk some Cardinals, we'll talk some Dodgers, some Yankees. We'll we'll get to everybody. Um, but we're a month in now, and it feels like the rules uh, are now kind of settled ground. I don't think anybody, you know, there's still every so often a weird thing pops up. But we're we're pretty much a month in, and everybody kind of knows where we stand. Where are you on the rules? What do you think? So I haven't noticed the shift at all. So I'm really pleased about that. Like I haven't yeah. noticed bad things or good things. I think it's great. I think yeah. it's it is what it needs to be. Um, I love the the base steal. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a purist as you are, as anybody attracted to baseball is. We like to look at stats and compare and all that. So I don't know how I feel about so many stolen bases and records <laughs> maybe being shattered um it's sort of like they moved in the three-point line or something you know um but i love a stolen base i mean i grew up when i was a dodger fan as a kid Brett butler was on the team and right? he wasn't like that you know he was a scrappy leadoff hitter and i was small and he you know i was like 10 and he's bunting the ball and getting you know bunting for hits and getting on base and right? stealing second and third and it was exciting and I, you know, it's something that kids can be into as yeah. well as home runs, but stealing is cool. Uh, the pitch clock is a little too fast for me still. Um, I think they could tweak and add a couple more seconds, but I like the pitch clock in general. So overall, love the bigger bases. Overall, I'm on board. How about you? Yeah, same thing. I Well, I mean, I'm I'm good with the pitch clock. I, I don't, okay. I, I love it. I, I can see at times where it feels a tiny bit rushed, but I'm... I'm so happy that we are we we've basically separated ourselves from from the past on this thing. Yeah. You know, it's just like I don't I you know whether or not we can twink you know tinker with it or, or or mess around with it is 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 one thing, but the the fact that the games, I mean, the three and a half hour game is gone. It's, it's just gone. gone. And yeah. and you know, two and a half hour game is kind of what you expect nightly now. And it's it's terrific. And we're yeah. you know nothing there. There's no less action. There's more action in in a lot of ways. Uh, so I love it. Uh, as far as that goes, uh, agree on the stolen bases entirely. I'm I'm thrilled. Um, you know that uh, that teams are doing it again. You know I mean? The, 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 I mean, let's face it. That was a, it wasn't like fans at some point voted and said, Hey, you know what? I don't want to see stolen bases anymore. It was basically yeah. all of these teams were risk averse. I mean, you know, as, yep. as you should be, yep. uh, we're looking and saying, Hey, we've got a six, we've got a steal at a 75% clip for this to even make sense for us. You know, with all the number of outs we're giving up and, and they kind of, you know, just took the game, the stolen base out of the game. So I love having that back. Uh, the shift to me, it just looks more like the baseball of, that we grew up watching. Right, right. Uh, so I love that. I I think it's had a small effect. Look, I what I love is when I see a left-hander drill a ground ball through the left side, uh, and it and it come yep. through for a base hit or through the right yeah. side, and and have it be a base hit. So. Uh, I think it's been great. I, I just think this has been a really energetic and fun season. And, and you know, look, it's not perfect. Of course not. Um, but, hey, you know, you and I are we'll be the first to tell baseball when they're when they're screwing up. <laughs> right. So yeah. uh, for, for them to do something that I think is has really made the game more fun and exciting and and better for fans. I just think it's it's the first time in a long time that that I think baseball has made a dramatic shift away from what the teams want, what the players want and more toward what the fans want. And you don't want yep. that to, you don't want, you know, you don't want that to be in, in, you know, contest, right. You don't want yep. basically like, Oh, you know, the, let's, 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 you know, hurt the players for the fans or whatever. You want everybody to be happy, but this was, this was a bold move for the fans and I like it. 
Yeah. And something else that I think is a little bit underrated and hasn't been talked about enough is I think all this base stealing, it, it's made teams like the Pirates yeah. much better and, and they have a chance. And I saw it firsthand when the Dodgers went into play Pittsburgh and they were just running absolutely wild and they, and they boat raced the Dodgers and the Dodgers were still in their stubborn era of like, oh, we're not going to steal bases. It's right. still blah, blah. They hadn't gotten the memo. Right. And it was like, the Padres, or the, I'm sorry, the Pirates stole like 13 bases off them or something in, yeah. in that series. <laughs> and they got just demolished. And then right after that, the Dodgers started stealing bases. And you're like, oh, okay, because they do have like fast players on their team. It sure. was like a, they had to be undone from the brainwashing. Um, but I like that there are now different ways to win. It's not yes. just wait for a guy to hit a home run. Um, and I think it might give some smaller market teams some chance to be more viable faster like yeah. i wish that i wish we'll talk about the orioles i wish that gunner henderson and he i mean he's having a rough go of it but i don't know why he's not stealing bases i mean those these teams need to be just running 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 because yeah. you can win you can it's, all you got to do is score runs and you can win with a stolen base you know in the middle of the 2010s uh 2014 2015 and then leading right up to the cubs in 2016 pitching there was a there was a stretch there where pitching was utterly dominant, and then you'll remember, obviously, in the late 2010s, whatever they did with the baseball yeah. home runs basically changed the whole dynamic. But 2014, 2015, your World Series were the the Royals yep. and the Giants and well the Mets at that point, and it wasn't stolen bases, but it was. The, all that Royals team did was put the ball in play yes. and have a great bullpen. I mean, that was essential and play great defense. That right. was that was enough because pitching was so dominant that having a great, great defensive team, particularly in the outfield, and putting the ball in play, they were, you know, the, the tops in the league and fewest strikeouts, and having a truly, truly, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth, and ninth dominant pitchers uh, to close games out. Um, made them, they, they won a World Series, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way about this Pirates team. We could start, I think we should start with the Pirates in that division. And I don't know that this is going to hold out. The Pirates have been getting destroyed in the last uh, week or so, but they're still in first place. Nobody could have possibly expected it. They lead the league in stolen bases. Um, you know, they're, they're top five in runs. They're pitching pretty well. Um and you're right. This is like a team that that is still like they're they're not going to hit a home runs. That's not a team that's going to be able to overpower anybody. But you know they're in first place in a in a division that might be gettable. I don't I don't know that anybody. We're going to talk about the Cardinals here in a minute. I don't know that anybody in that division is super scary. Even the Brewers are are really kind of kicking it around. And look, they might. They might lose 100 games still. We're still so early in the season, but they played really good baseball. They've been competitive, and they're doing it in a whole different way, and I think that's awesome for the game. I do too, and I mean, I, I think, I mean, yeah, the, the Royals team is such a great, a great um, comp. It, 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 well, unfortunately, then after they won, a lot of teams thought, oh, all we have to do is just build a perfect bullpen, and right. then we'll win, and that's like freaking impossible to do, <laughs> right? I mean, because – bullpen guys like one year they're amazing the next year they're trash like you can't do it you have to kind of catch lightning in a bottle but they were very aggressive on the base paths I mean they took advantage of John Lester in that in that crazy game they realized he couldn't throw over to first and there was just this it wasn't just that it was just this spirit of like just being relentless and I that's what I saw in the Pirates and and it is early, and I'm and I'm I'm not totally bought in on the pirates being able no, you to can't pull be. out. You can't be. But if they can figure out a way to stay relentless, um, they don't have to be you know a team full of superstars. They can just be like that. Those twins teams I remember from the you know the mid aughts that that Ozzie Guillen called little piranhas. You right. know, like right. They can do that, and there's no reason why they can't just de- develop that attitude and and certainly make the playoffs especially from that division i i feel you're right, absolutely right i think you could win 87 88 games and win that division potentially maybe yeah. even less i mean depending again the brewers are a weird thing but the cardinals oh boy are just a, they're an out and out disaster and and it's funny because you look at the cardinals if like if somebody just said okay just look at their lineup 
you would say, all right, look, Paul Goldschmidt's having another MVP season. And Arenado's off to a slow start, but he'll be fine. But he's Arenado. He'll be fine. He's, he'll be fine. He's Nolan Arenado. He'll be great. Uh, Nolan Gorman is slugging 500, right? Amazing. Like who could yep. have thought that? Tommy Edmond is 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 hitting. Uh, right. you know, and Wilson Contreras is hitting for that matter. And you're like, this lineup is really good. This is the best team in that division. They're going to be fine. And they're a disaster. I mean, something, how do you even explain it? Something is rotten in the state of Denmark because <laughs> I think I was reading one of your newsletters where you were like, um, wait a minute. Uh, how do we know that their manager is good? Right, <laughs> like, right. like rec record scratch. We all kind of just like, nobody, nobody really questioned it last year. And now we're all like, wait, what? Because what? Yeah. first it was a dust up with Tyler O'Neill, which, which was weird brutal and yep. brutal to have a player come out and say, I, I wish she'd kept that in house, but he right. was just going tit for tat on that. Right. Then you had the weird thing where Contreras is no longer the catcher, but he's like volunteering him for the outfield <laughs> before, before talking it over with him. I think. Like, uh, you know, and it's just like, what in the world? And then. Well, and, then, and sending Jordan Walker down when he, you know, the, your best prospect who is. He was not off to a great start, but he was struggling a little bit. But I mean, suddenly out of nowhere, sending him down like it's the thing that's weird for me about the Cardinals and you're around the Dodgers so much. And and yeah. the thing is with the Dodgers is you always expect them to do the smart thing. And they don't always do it, but you always expect them to do the smart thing. Same thing with the Yankees. You expect them to do the smart thing, the Red Sox. And the Cardinals have been the kings of that. You right. always, no matter what, even if the Cardinals were not that good, you're like, yeah, but they're no drama. They're, you know, they've, they've, they, they, they got the great fans. They've a, got the, you know, they'll be fine. Yeah. It's a professional organization. Professional yeah. organization. And, and John Mazeliak is, is, you know, he's been doing that for years and it's going to be fine. And then you look this year and you're like, they don't look like they have any idea what they're doing. It's, I mean, it's it's yeah. it's just a it's just a free for all of just craziness. Yes. And I, I the Contreras thing is beyond I, beyond I, I, my understanding. I don't get it at all. People who like I've talked to people who work there or who kind of know what's going. Like no one, like everyone is like at sea on this. I mean, yeah. it's it's really confounding and confusing, and it just feels like there's a lot of ass covering going on and yes. and maybe people feel like they're about to get fired or demoted or whatever or there's a power struggle you know it's like when logan roy or spoiler alert spoiler alert for those of you who have not caught up on succession but it's been weeks it's like when logan roy died on succession and everyone's i feel like that's what happened here like yadier melina left and then like now there's this like power vacuum and everyone. It's just like it's so weird. freaking out and trying to figure out who's in charge of what and who has jurisdiction over what. And like, it's wild. And I don't want to, I mean, Yachty, okay. He wasn't like Johnny Bench back there. He wasn't Yogi Berra back there, but like he was the stabilizing force. And apparently he ran that entire pitching staff for so yes. long. It's yeah. very much like when Buster Posey retired and the Giants went down the tubes. I mean, that could be what we're seeing. I, 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 I don't know. No, I think there's definitely some that look Yachty defensively was as good as anybody ever. Right. I sure. mean, especially in his, not necessarily in his later days, but even then he, right. he, he ran a pitching staff and they brought in Wilson Contreras. So to, to, to recap, uh, they signed Wilson Contreras in December. Uh, the biggest contract they've given a free agent ever, a five-year deal. And it wasn't, it was 87 million, I think. Yeah. And, you know, they knew when they signed him, like, look, Wilson Contreras is a terrific hitter for a catcher, but he's not, he's not the world's greatest pitcher handler. I mean, that's not his thing. He works at it. He tries hard. He's not bad. I don't think defensively, but he's not great. He's not a great uh, framer of pitches or any of those things. Right. They knew that when they signed him and. Right. Then the team gets off to this horrendous start. And I think there is something to the whole idea of shifting blame. I mean, yes, yes. let's face it. You start off 11 and 24 and are dead last place when everybody expected you to win. And you're in St. Louis. 
where it matters, where every game, you know, that's a, that's a town that is not going to just go to sleep on you. They're just going to, they're going to be very angry. Um, yeah. The manager's heads on the platter. I mean, you know, something, something oh. is, there's some real danger there. And suddenly you're like, no, we're going to blame Wilson Contreras for what's going on here. And, and he mm-hmm. was completely blindsided by Bamboozled. it. I mean, yeah, yeah, he was utterly blindsided. And then he was like, and then in the last couple of days, you know, guys like Adam Wainwright have come out to his defense and it's like, well, wait a minute. If, if the pitchers are defending him, who the heck wanted this move in the first place, you know? And it just, it's, it's really weird. It's it's, really weird. It's so dramatic, like to give listeners an idea. I mean, baseball players, when things aren't going well, especially they all whine and complain about each other, teammates, you know, like someone's the worst annoying guy in the world and then the next week when they're winning they're all best friends again it's fine but they're always these like oh you're not gonna believe so and so shows up late isn't prepared blah 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 they blah 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 they always say this stuff right but for it to for him to be him to publicly lose his catching job it makes me think like my first thought was oh my god like what has he done like did he yeah yeah like like it 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 maligns him so bad like it makes me think that like Every pitcher is on a group text saying we are going on strike if right. he's the catcher anymore, or he did something horrible to a teammate, or something happened. Like, and then to see again, like you said, like Adam Wainwright coming out staunchly defending him, it's like, oh, so maybe that's <laughs> not the case, and someone's trying to deflect blame for the bad start. That's some that's someone being the manager. It certainly, I, it certainly feels. It's just so weird, and it's weird as a baseball move, purely baseball move, because like they don't have a catcher. They don't have a catcher. I mean, they've got a couple no. of guys who can play behind the plate. They can't hit at all. So no. you're going to move him to DH. Well, that's where Nolan Gorman plays. He's a, He's been your, your second or third best hitter on the team. So now he's got to go to second base. You already, you already have like too many yeah. second basemen. It's just like yeah. none of it makes sense from a baseball it, standpoint, but boy, from a team building standpoint, this is the first month of a five-year contract. I mean, it's not like it's not like he's going away. I mean, are you literally saying that that he is no longer a catcher? It just it's so baffling, and it makes me wonder if whatever the goal was, what the actuality is, is it's going to lead to a uh, a managerial change faster. Oh, he's going to be fired. He's going to get fired, can't, right? Can't you can't do that? And I'm glad you brought up Jordan. Mar- it's it, a it trickle down effect when you move guys around. It blocks other players. Yes. You know, if you put someone at DH, then it means it just blocks all kinds of flexibility. And and the Cardinals thing with, with Jordan Walker was so baffling because like he's the youngest player in the league. Like if he had a torrid spring, if you're going to bring him up, give him a chance. Like right. get, like just it, roll it with was, him. And it wasn't like he was utterly no. overmatched and hitting 100 or something. I mean, yeah. he was doing okay, and then he got into a bit of a slump. And like I said, everything feels very short term, including, by the way, you talked about the Tyler O'Neill thing. We could talk about that for a minute. That felt so short term. Also, it's sort of yeah. like, like if you have something to say to Tyler O'Neill, this is a long season and you pull him into your office and say, Hey man, that's not how we play here. Whatever it's between us to go publicly and say that, what are you even trying to accomplish? You know? And let me tell you players don't always respect their managers to begin with, especially right. if someone's never won a title or proved or it. Played in the, the big leagues, by the way, or anything. Yeah, yeah. 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 Like I remember, um, like I know that for instance, when all well, I don't know if I don't even want to get into the Astros <laughs> cheating thing again, but I will in this case. Um, I think I think within the Astros cheating thing, Carlos Beltran, who was a player had more respect than AJ Hinch, who was the manager right, amongst the right, players. Right. So the whole story about how AJ Hinch like took a bat to the TV or whatever, like what, however you feel about the Astros in that moment, like they hadn't won a title yet, you know? Right. And, and I don't think uh, clearly Marmol doesn't, doesn't have that clubhouse at all. I don't, um, he reminds I mean, me a lot of, you know, I wrote a little something in, in my, in my newsletter 
about uh, Matt Williams when he took over for the, oh, for the God, but you know what he a... reminds me and, and that was a disaster, but it was a disaster <laughs> I forgot on, about that. on a whole different level because at least Matt Williams, Matt Williams was a great player, a great player right? Yeah. And Oliver Marmol is not, it reminds me a lot of when the uh, Royals hired Trey Hillman out of Japan and oh boy. Yep. Trey Hillman came in and, you know, look, I like, Trey Hillman. I and really do. The best spreadsheet uh, and PowerPoint maker I've ever you, seen in my, exactly, met in my life. Yes. Exactly. I mean, coded, fantastic. Spring training. Fantastic. Right. Fantastic bench coach. But yeah. he came in and very early on, like in the second week or third week, uh, during spring training, he he was so mad at how the team was playing defensively that he like had a big meeting on the field in front of everybody. Uh, where he basically aired them out in, you know, and, and I remember Dayton Moore when he was, G, he was GM then saying that he liked it. He liked doing that because he liked it. He was like, he was showing authority or whatever. And I said, Dayton and, and, you know, and I believe still to this day, I'm right. No, it can't no. work on any level, no matter who you are, but nobody cares about Trey Hillman. I mean, what right. the, Trey Hillman had never yeah. played in the major yes. leagues. He had never managed in the major leagues. He had barely coached. He managed in Japan. He thought that that mattered. And of course it does in a larger sense, but it doesn't matter to any of those players on the field. They don't care. No. You, you can't earn respect by, no. by just yelling at people. That's not how you're going to get respect. And that Oliver Mamal thing, just, it, it baffled He's... me. I, I'm just baffled by that whole organization at the moment. He's gone. He's going to be gone. I mean, this is not, it's just not tenable. And, and the Jordan Walker thing. I mean, I, it reminds me of like the Dodgers had this, have this hot rookie prospect in Miguel uh, Vargas and sure. he was, they moved him similar to Jordan Walker. They had to move him out position and he was just seemed a little out of sorts and was struggling and he had a little bit of a hand injury and things were going well and they stuck with him and they stuck with him and they stuck with him they have no one else but they stuck with him there was never any any discussion about demoting him or benching him or anything and now he's hitting and doing yeah. great and happy and things are good and it's like yeah cuz it's may 9th and that that is more that is more the rule than the exception with rookies i mean well, most if, rookies don't come up and hit five you know 400 in their first right month. they're i mean if you're if you're going to call him up, you got to give him a chance. Just if you're not, if you're not willing to give him a chance, don't call him up. I mean, that's yeah. that's just basically how that goes. All right, let's go right. to the National League East. Yeah, uh, and and there's only one question to me because I think oh boy, we'll, we'll see what's going to happen with the Mets. And, 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 yeah, but but to me, the big question is from your perspective, how good is Atlanta? So good. So I picked them to win the World Series. I'm writing about them again today. I still yeah. feel that way. They're however, so however. My guy, well, Spencer Strider is my main guy, but my second guy, Max Freed, got put on the injured list today yes. with a forearm strain, and yes. I am in deep mourning over this. Not only is he one of my favorite pitchers to watch, he's from L.A., went to Harvard-Westlake, but it's also on my fantasy team with Jacob deGrom, <laughs> so it's been a rough... Oh, it has been a rough fantasy the Tweety year birds. for you, yes. The Tweety Birds are in trouble, <laughs> but we get Aaron Judge back today, so that's that's good. That's, that's good. good. The Tweety Birds have been, um, take, have been taking some been, a beating early been, in the year. It's been rough, I'm not going to lie, Um, but yeah, I mean, Freed was just... Uh, this team He's is so unreal. Good. Acuna, forget <sighs> it. Albies is hitting again. I mean, this Matt is, Olson. How about Matt, Matt Olson? Olson? He's just he's he's yes rushing they, it. Yes, uh, this team is awesome. They're loaded. They're they loaded. A, they got Iglesias back. Well, yeah. Uh, you look at that team. I mean, they're they're right now they're second in the league in runs, and you look around at every one of those guys, and you're like, oh, Austin Riley's going to hit better than he's hitting right now, and right. and Azuna's going to hit better than he's hitting right now, probably, and and uh, Albies is going to keep doing this. But uh, to me, Acuna is the guy. This is, this is the MVP season we've been waiting. This is it, for, right? This God is, willing, there's no injury. This right. is it. I want to see. I want to see like forty forty. I, I, I mean, he might do like thirty five seventy or some. You know, he might do like some sort of Eric Davis. I was gonna thing. say, yeah. I, I want to see an Eric Davis. Um, I I think it, unfortunately the or fortunately depending on how you look at it the best team as we know doesn't always win uh, the right. World Series but this team is loaded they've got guys, I mean so Michael loaded. Michael Harris is back they're just sending like 
Von Grissom, they optioned. Forever. I mean, they're, they're all so signed good. forever. <laughs> and like Mike Soroka is like who like people forgot about him, but he's like 25 and throwing well in AAA. I mean, oh, yeah, Bryce Elder is unhittable. They they just suddenly they just put like, oh, here's, here's Bryce Elder, and he's yeah. he's as good as all the other ones. Yeah, they're, they're they're absolutely loaded. And I think they run away with this division. I came into it thinking the Mets Phillies are both gonna at least give them a run. I don't think that's true anymore. But oh. I do have to ask you, I know you love your mats. I know. Joe, I think my guy, my my okay, my five just full disclosure, my five favorite players in MLB are Clayton Kershaw. Right. Max Scherzer. Right. Uh Juan Soto. Yes. Shohei Otani. And I'm forgetting the fifth, but I'll come back to it. But I have a hard top five. Okay. And and anyway, um, sorry, I just I I blank on the fifth, but but Scherzer is up there for me. Yes, and of course he is. I think this pitch clock has him in shambles. I don't know what's going on. He scratched from a start again today. I was at the game where he got thrown out for the sticky stuff. Yes. Um, he's sweating more. It's April or it's May. I what is gonna happen in August when it's 120 degrees in Queens? Yeah, I look I, I, I did, just did not I did not consider, and I'm dumb for this. But I just did not consider the impact on the fact that their rotation is led by two guys who are my age, and now there's a pitch clock, and the cardio ain't what it used to be for those of us, for those of us who are uh, old millennials. You know, yeah, like I mean, Gen Z people are are this is their time. <laughs> so I used to, the TikTok generation pitch clock, no problem. <laughs> Yeah, I I think the pitch clock, I mean, certainly it's in his head for sure. But I also think we're just seeing a 38-year-old pitcher who is just not, you know, look, I mean, it's not to say that on any given day he can't still rise to the occasion, (sighs) but, you know, look, you you saw, you saw in, in, in L.A., him, his arm just absolutely fall apart at the end of the year, right? Yeah. You know, and so my always thought was, look, you can't count on him in October if he makes 30 starts anyway. So maybe you rest him and you push him back and this and that and the other. But look, 38 is old for a pitcher. And, you know, Verlander's old. 40. Yeah. That's old for a pitcher. And I, I think yeah. it's it's a, uh, you know, it's, I, I don't know. Here's, here was what I remember talking about this with I'm Mike. Um on the podcast and that was every team you looked at every team and there's a best case scenario and a worst case scenario and then you figure they'll be somewhere in the middle right and what we both said about the Mets was their worst case scenario is a lot worse than a team that that is paying 360 million dollars in payroll should be like their worst case scenario is not that hard to imagine verlander and scherzer both are not the pitchers that they used to be and then this isn't that good a team like it's a it's just not even being able to take the ball i mean that's 80 what they're each making 43 million that's 86 million dollars on their payroll and they can't and they haven't and verlander hasn't made a start yet right or is he back he did he He finally did he made a start Uh, i missed it but he's back and he pitched okay he pitched okay five innings or whatever but but he's only made the one start and you you can't you don't know when how much you can count on him and 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 scherzer i you know, I, it's it's scary. That's scary. I mean, you know, is he is he using the pitch clock as something where he's really actually got some some injury thing going on there? I mean, he's thirty eight, and and he's not just thirty eight. I mean, he's you know, and the reason you love him, the reason I love him, is he's been the ultimate competitor, right? Like yeah, nobody yeah. is more of a bulldog than that guy, and you know that that takes a lot on the arm. I mean, he's not a young thirty eight. Let's just say it that way. Um, and honestly, they cannot survive if those two guys are not only pitching, but pitching great. Oh, you know, especially, especially after Edwin Diaz going down. My, my fifth best player just came to me, Bryce Harper. I don't even know why. why Oh my gosh. Because because Bryce has been in and out, which takes us to the Phillies. He's back. Bryce is back. That's exciting, right? Bryce is Bryce because he, you know what? Because he plays so hard. I just, I love him. I just do. I know he gets injured and whatever, but he's up there for me. And I I love him. And he's he's hitting. He's hitting. He's back. He's hitting. Um, Really, that Phillies team has that Phillies team's got a lot of holes too. 
Lot really, really blessed and excited that I was there when he when he came back. I think he loves playing in LA. I, I was there when he made his debut um, in the big leagues. Whenever yes. that 2012, maybe I don't remember that era. 13. Um, he gets seems to be just get excited to play here. Um, I know he grew up a Yankee fan, but you know, he, or he lived in Las Vegas growing up as a Yankee. But he was fan, a Yankee fan. The but I, but still, thing, yeah. I I know he listened to Vince Scully on the radio and watched him because he was he was. Oh gosh, I, he was so excited to meet Vin one day. He went up to the booth and was Mr. Scully and shook his hand and just, just, I he, don't know. He's cool. I look, he's, I mean, you know, not cool to, he's a cool guy and he's a big, big fan of baseball. When we did the uh, movie for the Hall of Fame, Generations of the Game, that plays yeah. there at the Hall of Fame, we interviewed him and he was great. It was great. It was funny because he was, you, you know, when somebody's a real historian of the game and, when he was talking about what excited him about the Hall of Fame and and going is, he talked about the Negro Leagues players. He talked about going to see yeah. Satchel Paige's plaque and Josh Gibson and and he was the one guy that you know you could just sense like a deep history and uh, an appreciation and love. He's he's great and I think he's going to be great. He's been hitting since he came back, but that Phillies team still has holes, holes Ugh, big time. I just, think they got boat raced by the Dodgers, who were not playing well at all and that no, kind of turned it around that but, turned it around for them i mean they did face like the underbelly of their rotation they, it turned around to nola and they got him but like yeah, but nola and wheeler thought, have not been that good no, that's the thing it's like early on nolan and and again it's like that team you know they were so fun last year once they got to the playoffs but you know the the season was a mess and you know, Trey Turner's not been that good for them Ugh, early my on. MVP, which is my been, MVP pick, me too. preseason MVP pick. We all got just, we were so mesmerized and enchanted by his WBC performance. And well, and he just seemed like that's a great fit and he still might be, we're still yeah, early in the year, sure. but, but they're, I'm just saying, you know, as I look at the East, so I look at the central, I think it's completely wide open. I look at the East and I just think it's, Atlanta's it's the Braves, yeah. It, and they'll win by 15 games. I, I don't think anybody's Oof. going to be anywhere close to them. And then we look at the West. And before we move on to the West, can you imagine what the New York Post and Daily News uh, back pages are going to look like if the Mets are uh, behind 20 games in August? Uh, there are people in the New York Post uh, newsroom Ugh. right now coming up with bad puns for Max Scherzer. I mean, oh, it's just going to be, you know, it's going to be very very uh it, it's going to be great it's not going to be mm -hmm. great all right West. The, the dodgers playing good it's, baseball again it's, it's been uneven i mean first of all they've had six players go on the paternity list in the last 10 that's days hilarious we were which wondering is like, what the I, heck happened nine months ago that's what we were wondering well it was the all-star break at dodger <laughs> stadium by the way so i don't even know what was going on Someone texted me today. Maybe it wasn't the players conspiring. Maybe it was the wags, you know, like the wives and girlfriends. <laughs> like, but it, it's been like their best players too. It was like, oh yeah, it's been like fun. Mookie Betts and Max Muncy, and then it was the entire their seven, eight, nine guys in the bullpen: Evan Phillips, Brewster Gratterall, and now Caleb Ferguson. <laughs> so, like yesterday in Milwaukee, the game's like you know one to one or whatever, and then there's some bad errors. By rookies and then Gonsolin makes one bad pitch and now they're down you know because of a three-run bomb okay the game's still in hand the sixth inning it's like three to one they bring in the bullpen and it's like wait where's Evan Phillips oh he's down for because he pitched two days in a row okay well where's Caleb Ferguson oh he's on paternity leave <laughs> next thing you know and then the guy who they called up it's like six runs it took him he got they gave up six runs and got one out i'm right. looking up and it's nine to one and i'm just okay i mean there there are games like that for the dodgers and they're yeah. never really used to be the depth isn't there the bullpen's been a mess the depth is not there and yeah. and uh but you know look the the high end is still so good that you figure it'll be fine but it here's is. but here's what i'm interested in because we we and i have talked a lot of padres and yeah. they may be a beginning to turn around but what about this Diamondbacks team? They're Listen, kind of interesting. I'm, I'm here for it. I, yeah. I'm all in. Corbin Carroll was my, everyone was going Walker, Gordon Walker preseason rookie of the year pick. I was sticking to Corbin Carroll. I'm in Love the midst him. of a, I'm in this crazy dynasty fantasy league and I need pitching and I have Carroll <laughs> and I'm in this moment where for the next 10 years, who would you take Spencer Strider or Corbin Carroll? 
That's super close. It's super close. What did you do? I uh, ooh, I um, don't know. Is is it a league where pitchers and hitters are worth the same? Pitchers are worth a little bit more because there are fewer good ones. However, as we know, pitchers get hurt more than hitters. Pitchers get I've hurt more. Like, Look, I would I love mean, Corbin Carroll, especially if you. It's a league that's I have. My, the stolen my, base thing with Corbin Carroll. I mean, that's I that's a that's. I a, have Trey Turner. My my hitting is so good. I have Trey and Bryce Harper. As well, well, if you, if my, you need pitching, if you then then yeah, I, I would. I have Max that, Scherzer, so it's my my pitchers <laughs> are my age. I have like the Zach Granky. I got rid of him, but I had Granky, Kershaw, and Scherzer, and Wainwright, and I was dominant like five years ago, and now. <laughs> Now that's rough. not as good yeah but i like but, that um, team christian walker is playing great zach gallon's pitching fantastic zach, and uh mm-hmm. so is merrill Care- kelly i mean okay. uh, zach gallon is the most underrated player in baseball i agree play. i agree i i'm glad you Maybe. said that he had that little scoreless streak what 28 scoreless innings in a row and i right. thought oh people are going to start noticing him but nobody kind of did i mean the, he still plays in arizona but he kind of had a down year. He kind of had like a uh, year. Was it 2021 that it was like, it wasn't as, I mean, was it 20? Was it, Yeah, he it was, was terrific last year. He was terrific. Was like he led the league in whip last was year. A little bit. He was good. But he, but he wasn't, wasn't that great. Yeah. yeah. Went, he went four and 10. And, and, and that's, that's when it kind of, but I, he's so freaking good. And he's so good. He's, I mean, he's. He's your first month Cy Young winner in the National Ooh, League, I think. I, I mean, go Strider, but yes, he's, it's he's, him or Strider, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's super close. It depends on on what you. I mean, yeah, the guy has sixty four strikeouts and six walks he's, this year. It's just it, it's he's yeah. he's terrific. So I I don't think it holds out for the whole <sighs> year, but no, I think it does for Gallon. I just mean for that team, oh, yeah. but I don't know. I mean. I think that the Dodgers, you and I would agree, the Dodgers are not, they're not mm-hmm. a 110 win Dodger no, team. They're going to they, win like 93 games. They're probably. vulnerable, right? Yeah. The Padres can't seem to get out of their own way. No I don't know what what's happens. going on with that team. I picked them to win the West, and then I. What I is going know. on with Juan Soto? What is going on with Juan Soto? It keeps me up at night. Yeah. I, yeah. Again, he's like, did you see Sweetheart Juan Soto? They had a, they, the, the Padres had a calendar, like a team calendar giveaway yes. of the Padres with their pet dogs. And Juan Soto has pet allergies, but he really wanted to participate. <laughs> so he went to Petco and had his picture taken in front of a fish aquarium. It's so funny. This is why I love this man. I love um, Juan Soto. Apparently his whole family is like or half his family's mad at him for turning down that nationals deal. And he's got, I think he's just got it in his head that he has to prove that he's worth more than that. And it's just been horrible. I think he's really, I did talk to somebody in baseball who, whose opinion was essentially that people keep telling him to be more aggressive and he, and he, right. And that's what he's realized. He's finding by trying to be more aggressive, he's he's worse because yeah. his whole game. I mean, he struck out thirty six times in thirty five games. This is this is the guy that over the last couple of years has walked like what almost right. twice as much as he struck out. I mean, it's it's he's swinging and missing a ton. Uh, he's still hitting the ball hard, but he's not putting the ball in play, and he's hitting a lot of ground balls. It's uh, it's a mess. It's a mess. Okay. I, He'll get hot. I think he'll get hot. Uh, yeah. But but clearly there's something mentally happening. Yeah. That's I, tough because it, it happened when he got there last year and it's continued on this year. And if he's having it's it's got to be like all internal because it's not as if San Diego is full of fans who are going to scream you cuss no, you out and no, call you no so i mean like it's not like boston or new york or philly like it's just got to be all internal and it's i think so it's fasc- self yeah it's, it's it's so fascinating because like bryce harper for instance he left money on the table by taking a long 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 term deal because he just wanted to know exactly where he was going to be right. he didn't want to ever have to deal with free agency again or the trade deadline or the rumors or the drama or whatever like it was more valuable to him to have that mental peace of mind and and i just it kind of made him an outlier because so many of these guys are like i'm just gonna you know i don't know i'm not saying that he, he should have taken the money and stayed in it no no he did nowhere. the right thing they didn't offer him enough money but, he did the right thing but the thing but, but your point is a hundred percent i think it's dead on 
think about this. When they traded him, that almost never happens. A superstar in his prime, 23 years old, never gets traded, ever. So it's easy to forget. Here's a 23-year-old kid. I don't care how long he's been in the big leagues, whatever. 23-year-old kid basically having to change teams, have to change everything. As you said, their family pressures, everything's going on. He's left money on the table. He doesn't know if he did the right thing. By the way, not only do I think he did the right thing, I think staying in that awful Washington situation, no matter how much money they offered him, would have been horrible, would have been horrible for him. So I think he did 100% the right thing, but that doesn't make it any easier. You're a kid. Uh, I mean, I'm trying to think how I would have handled at 23 years old, basically being told to like, okay, now, now you live entirely on the other side of the country. You're in a completely different ballpark, completely different team. You're the star though. We're right. still and counting on you. All this pressure on you. All this pressure's and... on you. We're going to try to win the world series and you're right. the reason. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I could see all of that really weighing on him. I, I'm scared. I have and faith. I, I have I, faith. I have faith, but I'm also like, this is the guy who like literally, I mean, I had a conversation with Clayton Kershaw once about like, and I'm, I'm just going to, he won't get mad at me. He, he, he probably won't hear this, but <laughs> like, who, who do you least want to face in baseball? And the answer was Juan Soto. Yeah. I mean, that guy is impossible. Like right. the, just, just because he waits everything out. And, and, um, and I remember it, at the time, and this is before Soto was like, or, or Soto was like so-and-so, so-and-so, and Soto. I don't remember who the other two were, but I remember Soto because it was before Juan Soto was all caps Juan right, Soto. Right, And I was like, oh, that's interesting. Maybe he was only 20 or 21, 21 at that point. Um, but he was just like, yeah, that guy's Ted Williams. Like, it's not, it, it's it's His not, ability... you're going to see. And so I, I just, I trust like someone like, Pitching Hall of Fame pitcher tells me that yes. some hitter is the best in the world. Like I, I trust that more than maybe anybody else's assessment. I agree. So I, I agree. But at the same time, like if he's mentally cooked, he might just need a change of scenery with a new. T- I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, I think look, there's, it's there's not enough time yet to make any real judgments on this. So I think you have to let it play out. And he has had incredibly hot streaks when the weather warms. I mean, I mean, not that the yeah. weather is ever cold in San Diego, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, he's, he's definitely gotten better as seasons have gone on. He remember a couple of years ago, he had that June, July, August that were just, uh, you know, otherworldly. Um, he still has the great eye and he's still hitting the ball hard. So yeah. it feels to me like he's a couple adjustments away from making uh good, but yeah, the longer it goes on, the more you have to say, "Is this ever going to really happen again?" And and it's mm-hmm. it's nerve wracking. It's it's nerve wracking. I'll tell you what I think is really good for him. It's really good to have Tatis back for him. Yeah, yeah. Because I think you know, there's all the. I mean, already he had Machado, but but he was the new guy. Having Tatis back after missing a year, all the focus or a lot of it goes to Tatis. I think. Right, I think right. that'll be very good for him. Um, right. And and the emotional focus too, because like the other teams will boo him, boo right, Tati, you know. And right, so it's sort right. of like people aren't going to like really be focused on. No, I think it'll be a, in a good way. It, it'll it'll kind of give him, him some cover. But Bogarts has sure been good for them. I think. Yeah, yeah three seventy eight on base. Yeah, they're sixty five slug. I mean, look, awesome. that lineup should be otherworldly. I mean, it should be. I mean, yeah. they've spent enough money on it, but yeah. I mean, Machado's not really hit yet. And, uh, you know, Soto is still walking, um, you know, so I think he's still doing. I would just right. walk him every time. Forget it. If they're not going to. Well, no, I wouldn't. I guess if he's going to. Yeah, I mean, right now out. you want to challenge him. And then Tatis yeah. is already off to a, a pretty hot start. So uh, I think they're going to be OK. All right. Let's go quickly through the American League because yeah, uh, we it. are running out of time. Uh, I don't think there's much to say in the American League Central except for that all the teams are no good. Uh, I, I, I just that division is is really poor, and I don't think Cleveland is okay. is you can't win if you don't score runs. So yeah. uh, I think Minnesota is still that team right now. The Cleveland is getting Tristan McKenzie back soon. I think yes. this month he's sneaky good. 
he is that good. Will help, that will help them. But you're right. I mean, how about Joe Ryan? My God. And then the 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 rest of the division. I I can't even. Well, I tried to watch a Royals game and and was. I hate it's it's so it's, it's just, so sad to me. But yeah, Joe Ryan and Sonny Gray and 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 actually Bailey Ober as well. Yeah. I mean, they're that that Twins team is. I think the best in that division. You know who's actually been playing pretty good baseball lately are the Tigers. And oh, I'm I'm not buying it, but you know, they're playing a little bit better baseball. I mean, so. they should have a ton of top prospects coming up given how many draft how many how, <laughs> how many, many top draft picks they've had. How many top draft well, draft people, picks they had. People have been talking about that uh about the you know their their uh, prospects forever. Yeah. Uh, Spencer Tor- Torkelson is kind of off to a very sluggish start, but you know, they, yeah, Riley, Riley green too. It's been uneven. Yeah, both um, of those guys have been off have, to pretty sluggish. But those guys, those guys, you know, long-term, I think they're good plays this maybe. year. Maybe, you know, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Poor, poor Royals. Uh, you know, I don't, we'll, we'll, we'll spend a whole podcast on them sometime. Oh, All right. Man. The, the American league West, um, my favorite division. It's right now. It's a really cool division. It's a mess, and I, the Astros are down bad right now. The Astros are struggling. The Mariners are struggling. Oh, I, I can't even talk about the Mariners. My, my World Texas. Series pick. Both of our World Series pick. <laughs> and then you we got. Were so, but, we were but, so close because the Astros are down. We were so close, and now it's like the Rangers are emerging, and the freaking Angels are are somehow. Oh. I don't know Holding what on. What about that Angels team? Are you buying it? I'm buying. I'm, I've been buying. One of my ten gold <laughs> predictions was that they were going to make the playoffs. I'm trying to will this into existence. The organization is a is a is a bit of a dumpster fire. They're now pre screening screening questions. Uh, did you hear this? You can no longer um, ask it. Uh, reporters can no longer walk up to Angels coaches and ask them questions. They have to be pre screened for negativity. Was it? And they're also the team that's not sending their their radio crew on the road, or right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, I and, remember and- when I was in Cincinnati uh, <laughs> years and years ago. March shot on the team, and the team was <laughs> was a complete like yeah. cluster. It was a complete yeah. mess, and and they at one point they made a rule where. Uh, she she thought they were spending too much money on notes. I mean, back then when they used to do oh, notes, right, pa- right, I mean, right. they still do notes packages at every game, but they were spending too much money. So she made an order that the <laughs> PR team had to make, put all of the notes on one piece of paper, like oh. literally all of the notes. And these notes packages, for those of you who've never, obviously most of you would never have seen oh one. My God. They're usually seven, eight, nine pages, front and back. They're long yeah. sheets. I mean, they you know, because they give you they give all you the numbers and all and the trivia stats. And the trivia. They tell you about the starting right. pitcher. They go through this whole thing. Right. So it's usually seven or eight pages uh, or maybe three or four or five for sure. Uh, but they put it on one page. And the only way for them to actually get all the information on one page was to make the type so tiny that you couldn't even like see it. Like you needed a microscope just to even see what it was. And that's what oh, that Angels team reminds me of. It's like God. they've got they've got an owner that wanted out, couldn't figure out how to sell the oh, team. God. And they're a, and the funny thing is now they're playing well, and Shohei is like is the, is the answer to all of them. the answer to everything. everything. He's better than he ever was. He's, everything. He's, like he might win the Cy Young award as a pitcher, purely, purely as yes. a pitcher. He might be the best pitcher in baseball or in the American league. And yes. then suddenly as a hitter, like he's like cut down his strikeouts. So he's hitting 300. I mean, like this guy, this, there's no limit. There's no limit. Just give him the like, MVP for the next 10 he years. Could, he could probably steal like 40 bases if he wanted. He doesn't yeah. want to. But he doesn't like, want to, no. His, his, his home to first time is elite when he wants yes. it to be, when he needs it to be. He was like the fastest of, of the Angels team this year recently. I mean, this guy is, he's everything. Uh, he's um, everything. And, he's everything. and he drives, I mean, people from Japan are taking their honeymoons and their right? graduation trips and their... <laughs> spring so break cool. trips and their 40th birthday trips to go to angel stadium to see him and trout is healthy and 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 oh, playing well and i don't know maybe Rendon is still bad but but they got brandon good... drury's hitting a little brandon bit drury's hitting. Like, this that's kid, so weird this kid zach nito or uh, is good um, yes hunter renfro has been good i mean bummer they lost their catcher but um yeah oh, oh, that ohapu was oh, kind of fun oh, to yeah. watch i thought it's a bummer it's a bummer yeah. but 
I mean, the, the, with the Astros down, they got a shot. They, they, they really do. do. That, that pitching staff, are you buying other than Shohei, though? I've been waiting like... for Detmers. Like, no one under – like, I even talking to people with the Angels, it's like his numbers should be better. Like, yeah. I don't – like – He's young, right? He's going to be. I do think he's going to be really good. I think like, he'll be good, but he, but he is struggling. His ERA right should be a, a full run lower, and I for reasons I don't quite understand. It's not, you know, the stuff is there. The velocity's up. I I don't know what it is. Is it the game planning? Is it the pitch selection? I, I don't really know. Really weird. All right, yeah, what about really the Rangers? Are you buying it? I'm buying actually. <laughs> Well, first I mean, of all, they they invested like what a quarter of a billion dollars on Simeon or more on Simeon and Seeger. Right. And this and Josh Young has been amazing. And Josh Young kid, has been great. This kid Seeger was hitting great. He's on the on the, he's on the IL, injury. but now they've got this kid Zeke Ezekiel Duran playing, and he's it, been great the last couple of weeks. He's been great. Um, the problem is Jacob DeGrom is Jacob DeGrom, and we don't know if he's even going to... If I mean, if they could get a healthy Jacob DeGrom and no. just get enough out of Eovaldi and, and Gray, I think they... And Martin Perez, okay. for that matter. I think they'd but, be okay. I think they would at least be able to contend, but I just don't think they're going to get I mean, how many DeGrom. starts are we going to... Like, how many starts can we even expect from Jacob DeGrom at this point? Ten? Well, I can't... I mean, he made six, because I said at the beginning of the year, you were over 15, under had to right? be 15, right? Yeah, and, and, and I took... Oh, I think I took the over. I think you took the over because you just wanted to believe. I do. And, <laughs> and, and, and maybe we'll still get the over. I don't know, but I mean... It's it's scary with him. So yeah, it'll be interesting to watch. This All right, these teams are going to make you know if the if the Rangers the, there seems to be a lot of parity this year in MLB and, and really teams, bad teams. There's yeah, like a but, lot of there are a lot of like medium level teams and then like you know the Rockies and and the Nationals right. and the Royals and the White Sox uh, and Oakland are just bad, just really really right. bad. And the Cardinals so far, oh, God. Uh, I think that Reds team is really bad. So I, I I think that you know there are probably seven or eight teams that are gone, which leaves us twenty two teams, and there you know there are three or four elite teams, the Rays and the Braves, and maybe uh, I mean I think the Dodgers, maybe maybe the Padres, Baltimore. I mean maybe well, Baltimore. We'll talk about them in a sec. Um, yeah. Then everybody else, I think, is about the same. I mean everybody. So, I mean I think Miami's not good, but I think everybody yeah. else. Is kind I mean, of about the same. I, if I'm the, if I'm the Angels or the Rangers or the Mariners for that matter, and I yeah. can sense that the Astros are down, like I'm if they don't if it. they don't improve, I'm going for it. Absolutely, I'm, tra- I'm trading. I'm figuring it out, man. I'm I'm emptying top of my farm system to try to get. Especially to do it. if you're the Angels, because I mean you're right? you're you're, you're trying to keep Shohei too. Yeah, I mean you're you're yeah. trying everything you can. So. I all right, just let's don't know talk- how many teams will be sellers because all these teams are are all in the middle close and, and, and and you're not going to get anything from those those uh, teams at the bottom. I mean, even if you even if they wanted to, they're you're just not going to get a lot. All right, mm-hmm. finishing up American League East. Obviously, the Rays have been an unbelievably great story, but yeah. I think our favorite story in the East is the is the Orioles, right? Like yes. like that team is like kind of good. Like I mean, they're not just playing well. Like you look at them and watch them play and you're like, you know, pitching might not hold up, but that lineup, that team on the field, they're kind of good. Adley Rutschman is really, really so good. good. Yeah. And the team is fun to watch. Yep. Um, There are some teams that are good that are kind of robotic. There are times when the Dodgers were that way, where it was like, uh, you know, there's kind of a machine. There have been times when the Cardinals have been that way, like. It's so fun when like a team that sucked comes up and all their <laughs> kids come up and it's like it's there's a buzz, right? Yes, like yes. There's an excitement. And those are such proud, wonderful fans. It's, you know, great franchise with a storied history. Yeah. Of all these amazing players. Um, same with the Pirates. Like they need those fans. Oh, absolutely. Are there. Uh, but the could. Orioles seem like the Pirates. If the Pirates lost their licks 10 games, I'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Right, right. This Orioles team, I just I yeah. kind of see him hanging around. I mean, Ryan yeah. Mountcastle and Jorge Mateo and Cedric Mullins, those yep. guys are good. And Gunnar yep. Henderson is going to be good. I mean, I, I don't think there's any question. I don't yeah. know how soon, but he's going to be good. 
that's a good team. That's a good lineup, I think. Yeah, Grayson Rodriguez, another potential rookie of the year candidate, depending on how things how things things go. Um, yeah. It's a good team, and it's a fun team, and it's exciting, and the fans are into it, and the ballpark's beautiful, and that division, I think, is probably the best in baseball. I mean, if we're just I, looking at, I think at, it is the best in baseball. Right? I think. It I is. mean, top to especially bottom. if especially are the Red Sox good? Is that like legit? Haven't they won like? Aren't they on some kind of a roll right now? Yeah, they're I crushing kind it. Of, I kind of wrote them off in my head, and now I'm like, wait, Chris Sale is viable again? And <laughs> Well, I mean, it was literally – that whole team to me has been Masataka Yoshida. Oh, gosh. Like, he started off, and you're like, this guy can't play in the major leagues. And then the last three weeks, while that team has been rolling – it's like this, he's been, the guy's Ted Williams. I mean, he's, he's been he's been incredible. Yeah, absolutely yeah. incredible. And yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, they're they're doing this, and and Devers isn't even. I mean, he's got a bunch of home runs, but he's he's not even been as good as he usually is yeah. uh, overall. And you know, I mean, again, it's, that I, rotation is a disaster. I I, yeah. I can't see it holding up. Uh, I just I think they're the fifth best team. In the best or the worst team in the best division, like right, which so maybe three teams from that division make the playoffs, right? So you, you just have to kind of figure out how to edge out the Orioles and and maybe and the, the Yankees. Blue Jays or the Yankees. The I, Yankees, I think the Yankees have real problems now. I think getting Aaron Judge back is going to solve a significant amount. Without Aaron Judge, that is not a good baseball team. It's just yeah. they're just flat out. You watch them play, and you're like. Well, there's nobody in this lineup that scares me. I mean, maybe Volpe is going to someday be a good player, but right. everybody else in this lineup is like, uh, you know, Anthony Rizzo and DJ LeMahieu, and and yeah. uh, you're like, eh, okay, fine. But, I mean, nothing. Aaron Hicks, like nothing. Nothing is is you know, with Aaron Judge, everything sort of changes yeah. a, a little bit. But also, I mean. Their their pitching is shaky. But how good is Garrett Colbin this oh my year? I mean, until last time out, his last time I know, out, he got I know, I jinxed him because he gave up a league leading yeah, 33, 33 home runs last year, and he had yet to give up a home run this year through the first month, and then he gave up two. Then he gave two, and really got rocked. But look, he's. I said that about Shohei. I mean, Cole is probably the best pitcher in the American League. I mean, you know, yeah. pure pitcher in the American League. Um. But after that, it's like, what are you getting out of Domingo Herman? And Nestor Cortez suddenly looks like he's sort of turning back into the pumpkin. And and <sighs> and Radon is not coming back. I mean, like, I know, like, like the, I know. The, the words from uh from 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 that story is not good. That bullpen is like good, but not uh. kind of shaky. I mean, it's just I don't know. I mean, they're the Yankees, they'll figure it out, they'll be fine, I'm sure. Uh, but Without Judge, and they need Judge to stay healthy. Without Judge, that team is not going to the playoffs. I just, I still can't get over them trading Jordan Montgomery. I very mean, weird. Yeah, very he's, weird. I'm looking right now. He's they could use him. I mean, he's at 41 innings pitched uh, with a two. Okay, yeah, a three a three twenty nine ERA, a two uh, two eighty six ERA plus one twenty eight. I mean, he he they, oh, could, they, they could they could use could, that. He'd be sure. their number two starter for sure. He would. I he mean, would. That was sure. so weird. God, he even he's on the Cardinals and they suck. What is going on? <laughs> no. Um. All right. So finally, okay. we'll leave it off with the Rays because obviously they're off to one of the greatest starts in baseball history. Yeah. Um, are they this good? No. No. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I. You do. Do you think they'll win the division? Yes. Okay. You think they'll win the division, but you think they'll they're not this good. When Springs went down, I got scared. Yeah. Uh, I got real scared. I want them. Like I would be stoked if they won the World Series. Like if they could do it and and right? and win it and all that. They're a lovable team. All that. I just I got scared. Uh, well, I, legitimately. I, I mean, because Springs was so good in his first couple of starts. I mean, yeah. But how about Shane McClanahan? There's I mean, your Cy Young it. winner, right? Like, look at that guy. I mean, he's yeah. He's he's absolutely ridiculous. And I that bullpen. Say, I shouldn't say no. They are this good. I think they're going to win the AL East. I, I I don't think they're as good as the Braves. Like, you don't. You no, don't. I don't. I'll but, tell you who's who's killing it for them. It's Randy Rosarena. Yikes. That guy. <laughs> what? <It's> a, <laughs> 
My question is, how come it took like he killed it in 2020 in the in the playoffs? He was the best player who ever lived. Yes. And then it was like, okay. And then then he kind of came back to earth. Like, and now we're back. You know? Oh yeah, like, now he's back. Well, I mean, I mean, he had that unbelievable WBC too. I mean, he's yeah. he's a he, big time player. He's a big game player. Yeah, he's right? a big game player. He's like, and I think just being a part of this exciting start and Wander Franco had getting off to oh, his yeah. great start. I mean. They're, uh, I don't know if they're, I mean, who's this good, right? Like this good yeah. is like the 75 Reds or the 27 Yankees. Are they like on that level? I mean, come on, but I'm just, they're really good. They're really, just, really good. I watched the Dodgers win like 190 games yes, you last did. year in the regular season and then lose in the first round. So don't <laughs> listen to me, Rays fans. Maybe they're, maybe they're um, the one thing I am down on the race for is that they have a Josh Lau and a Brandon Lowe. Is it right? No, no, it's one of, them, yeah, one of them. Yeah, no, Lau I, and so, one of them's a Lowe. So, and it's yeah, too much. Brandon Lau and Josh Lowe. And I, I have oh, ranted boy, about this. Boy, boy, boy. Well, it's I'm like, just, I don't, and I don't blame Josh Lowe. That's how you pronounce the name. Brandon Lau, stop. Just stop with it. She, someone, just, then someone told me, no, it's pronounced like ouch. So then I was like, his name's Brandon. His name's Louch. <laughs> but they didn't like well, the Lau, you know? Yeah. So why did they just say it rhymes like with like, cow? Like they're know. like, that, that doesn't. Know. Okay. I, let's leave just, Let's leave it with this. Yeah. They are, they are 29 and seven, which is uh, like I say, one of the great are starts. Really? In baseball 29 history. and seven? 29 and seven. One of the great nice. starts in baseball history. But listen to this. They've outscored opponents 228 to 110. So their Pythagorean expected one loss is 28 and eight. Basically, they're not yeah. doing anything. They're just, this is how good they are. This yeah. is how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're, they're otherworldly. They'll so. lose to the Padres in the first round. <laughs> well, it won't be the Padres. They won't lose to the Padres in the first round. Oh, it'll be the. It'll be the. Uh, that is a guarantee. Maybe the Angels. <laughs> the Angels, right? They'll lose to the Angels in the first round. Oh my God! All right, Molly. All right. We we need to do this every so often because uh, the the season is rolling along. So yeah. Uh, thanks. Thank you. That was really fun.